Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira. Kit. Bria. And Fleek. I don't... Okay, last week, the <laughs> we party really continued like their fight. We the beginning. Sorry, keep mm. going. I thought we already I, decided we, on we're the We're in German. the middle of a very tense moment, and I am happy to wait, but the sooner I get through this intro, the sooner we find out how many of you are going to die. Well, I'm already down, so I'm good. That was so, so rude. We're, last I mean, week. Also, if we're all going to die, we might as well do this forever. <laughs> right? Was, you're right. That was a terrible. That was a terrible way to convince you to let me finish the intro. <laughs> last week... The party continued their fight against the fiendish forces that attacked the temple and guardians. Kit's side of the fight went pretty well, with only one hellhound remaining to attack her. The rest of the party, though, trapped in an igloo created by an ice devil, isn't faring so well. Bizdira's got one hit point left, Bria's unconscious, and Flick is trying desperately to hold out. Will the three of them survive long enough for the guardians to break through the wall and come to their aid? Or will Kit not arrive in time and make it inside to find the bodies of her three friends. And if she isn't in time, what will she do all alone in the last refuge? Probably better than let's, we would do together. <laughs> let's, that's real. That is so real. But let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hey, uh, hi. Okay. We are Good in talk. the top. We're at the top of the eighth round of combat. Are we ready? Should we just dive eighth right or in? seventh. I thought it was seventh. I thought it was seven, too. You are correct. It is seventh. All right. We're diving in. I'm rolling. Right, we're diving in. Face. So, Save Bria, me. I need a death saving throw, please, from you to start out the round. Whoop. Uh, Bria uh, coughs out blood. Okay. So that was a fail. Bria coughs up blood. Flick, you see Bria cough up blood with the ice devil eyeing you and turning to look at Bizdira, who is on the far side of this igloo from you, and it is your turn. Ah, uh, okay. So I'm going to cast Healing Word. Has a bonus action and a third level. Uh, so Alrighty. That... 3d4 plus 3. Oh, that's significantly better. Uh, that good. is that's good. 14 to you. Hey. Thank you. So much better. Uh, I say as I wipe the blood <laughs> off of my mouth. <laughs> Yay. Uh, you're, she's like, wah, wah, down on the ground. And uh, then I'm going to sacred flame that stupid ice devil. All right, the ice devil has to dodge out of the way with a dexterity saving throw of 10. Hooray, no. Uh, Only five radiant damage, but he feels Okay, that's more than zero, though. He He feels that radiant damage more than he has before. He feels Denier's ire. All right, so a radiant bolt comes down from Denier, lances onto the ice devil, and we go back outside. The uh, guardians sort of look to you, Kit, and like see that you are facing off with this hellhound, and they sort of disengage from the hellhound, sort of leaving you to deal with it as they all go over to the wall where your flaming sphere had begun, and they begin hammering away at it. A couple of uh, of the Yuan-Ti guardians pull out these strange crystal rods and you see these blasts of energy that quickly flash you back to your very first minutes in the last refuge uh, if you recall the first time you encountered the guardians and they begin blasting away at the wall of this igloo and you see that by the end of their six second turn they have indeed made a hole in the wall just large enough uh, for them to begin to pour through into the igloo and some of them make it through some of them are still waiting on the outside but that is what they do on their 
their turn. The Ice Devil seeing this happening. Uh, oh, apparently his Wall of Ice is a recharge ability, so let's just see if he just rebuilds the Wall of Ice. No wall. What? No Hold, please. Wall. No wall. No wall. No It is wall. a good thing that it is a recharge 6 and not a recharge 5-6, because I rolled a 5, so he does not recharge the wall uh, yet. I feel Excellent. like this is a perfect time in our climate and everything else to be like, fuck the wall. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you are absolutely wall. right. Fuck Reasons. the wall. Fuck no I wall. love everything about that. Yes. Break it down. Break it down. No All right, wall. so the ice devil is going to go over and just begin stabbing at, uh, at, mm, no, you know what? Unfortunately, he is going to go after you, Bizdira. I knew it. Yeah, he, for reasons and stuff. Uh, so he's going to try and stab you with his spear. Oh, for God's sake. That is a 14. Uh, I I do the cartoon shuffle. <laughs> yes, I love that. We haven't done a cartoon shuffle in a while. I love we it. We haven't done yeah. um, He has a plus 10 to his attacks, and I am rolling like absolute garbage. Wow. Uh, all right, but he's going to try and smack you. Yeah, he's going to try and smack you with his tail, and that, ah, that's a 25 to hit. Okay, uh, bye. All right. Yeah, and he can't he can't kill you outright with this damage, but you've only got one hit point, so he drops you unconscious to the ground, uh, and then turns uh, to again glance at Flick, uh, and then turns to the guardians to deal with them because presumably, uh, Bria, you are still playing dead. Yes. Oh, for sure. All right. Uh, whose turn was that? That was the Ice Devil's turn. So, Kit, you are up. You've got this Hellhound. He's not looking great next to you, uh, and you see that they have broken through the the igloo wall. Okay. I'm going to imagine that after he attacked me, he like I'm on my knees with my head bent down, and I'm yeah, just uh-huh, like, absolutely. I'm gonna like just whip my head up, and like all oh, my hair goes everywhere, and I'm gonna say, yeah. "Bye, bitch!" And I'm gonna hold up my hands, and I'm going to try to kill it with the poison spray. Yes, this, I love it. This is Kid After Dark. I love it. Yes, I know. She I'm was, so into we're it. We're a bad influence on her. She needs to be all by herself, just killing shit. Yeah, this is. I am this so is the into 11 it. 11 p.m. show of Kit. I love it. Yes. <laughs> poison spray is a con save, right? Yeah. All right, that's only an 11 save. That oh, sorry, 13 save. save. 13 so, save. Does 13 save? Uh, no. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that does 18 points of damage. Yeah. Holy nice. shit! <laughs> yes, you kill the the. Uh, you just you actually you stick your hand forward and you actually shove it in its mouth and yeah. just spray <laughs> the poison directly into uh, its body and it I just slumps it. and your hand comes out of its mouth and it's slobbery and it's steaming a little bit like cold steam a little bit but not enough to hurt you um, and, I and pull it's its dripping. Too much after dark. Too much after dark. No, I'm obsessed. I love it. I'm all about this. She I love it so, so much. Too. Yeah, like, we know Biz. We know Biz Dira likes it. Yes, Kit. That was a beautiful description with the hair and everything else. Take inspiration. I love it. Yay! <laughs> um, all right. Oh, so and then that I'm gonna run towards Kit. the ice wall. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Bizdira, death save, please. To not take off of Bria too much. Oh, you um, cough up some blood too. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just in, you know. Actually, like a little bit of blood starts coming out of one of my eyes. Oh, oh goodness. Oh, no. That's, that's some sort of intracranial damage. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, that was Bizdira. The Hellhounds are all dead. So we go now to the top of round eight. And uh, things are looking up a little bit for our party inside the igloo, although this is still a fairly powerful demon. And it's a fairly small hole. So only a few Devil. guardians and or kit. Devil, sorry. Only a few guardians slash kit can make it through in a given round, uh, but it's better than nothing. Bria, are you conscious? Yes, you are. You're mm-hmm. pretending not to be. Correct. All right, it's your turn. Okay. 
Um, so I am going, and, and I can hear it because I'm, I'm hiding. So I can hear them at this point. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. So I would, oh no. Oh man, that would have been so much cooler, but that's fine. Um, he wouldn't take any damage from my dagger. So I'm not going to attack him with that. Cause that would he be wouldn't fun. take no damage. He just would be resistant to damage from He would from laugh at me. Um, <laughs> so I am going to use my last first level spell slot. Um, and instead of hiding, I'm going to come up and I'm going to use both of my fingers and I'm going to do it in like an arc. And I'm just going to like hit him with three magic missiles at once pew, pew, pew. and jump up I love at it. the same time. You want to try and kip up, make it super cool? No, she's way cooler than me, even though we're sisters. I, But I, it's like a slow motion. Like, what are no, those movies? No, not kit up. Kip. K-I-P. Oh. Where you jump from your back to your feet. No, I, it's like in a round. You know, like, um, what Hilarious. are those movies called? That uh, uh, Maybe Uma Thurman and she wears a, a yellow and black Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Yeah, like slow motion. <laughs> that, that thing. All right, cool. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I love it. I love it. Uh... 12 damage. 12 damage. All right. Can my outfit turn into a yellow and black jumpsuit? Definitely not. All (laughs) right. Uh, (laughs) All right. Uh, Anything else on your turn, Bria? Um, Well, I'm up now, so... Yep. Super cool move to get up. Three missiles flying into the body of this ice devil from across the igloo. And because I'm calling it now, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna think I'm saying something super cool, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, (laughs) (laughs) excellent!" All right, Flick, you see reinforcements coming in. You see Briathos up and and not down, but Bizdira is down. What are you doing? (laughs) Ah, okay. So shut up. This is a very pivotal moment for Flick where he has to decide <laughs> okay. what what he needs to do. And he is going to dash out of that little ice dome. But while he is dashing, he is going no. to healing word our friend Bizdira for six points. Okay, so, okay, okay, great. So you healing word Bizdira for six points. So Bizdira, you get six points back. Now... Just to be very clear, you are running out of this tiny little hole in the igloo where there is a massive press of guardians coming in, including your friend Kit. Yes, great. Give me an athletics, a strength athletics check, please. <laughs> oh, no. 18. Okay, so you managed to push your way through oh, without no. without slowing down. I was going to let you get out, but the issue was whether or not you were going to, like, stem the flow of guardians rushing in to help. But you managed to get through them pretty I well. I dive over uh, them. Over. Well, no, because then you'd hit your head on the... Okay, you dive over yeah. them, and then... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, all right. The guardians continue to come in. The few of them that are in there uh, go oh, over I don't get and to... begin attacking... Huh? Well, I just go over to the temple. Oh, okay, yeah, you go over to the temple. Great. I felt like that was I'm really... Sorry, yeah, dashing, right? I was going to keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, 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 go. Keep going. No, that's what I do. I head over to the temple. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm sorry I ruined it, but you go over to the temple. We'll make it very exciting next round. I in the know meantime, I will. Bum, bum, ba, bum, bum, the guardians bum, continue bum, to come bum, in. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. Uh, the ones that have made it inside are the ones with physical weapons, so they begin to beat at the devil, but they're not able to do a ton of damage since they don't have magical attacks. The ones uh, that were blasting those magical rays are still outside, but they'll make it in next round. Um, but hey, at least they've got things that are now distracting and surrounding the ice devil, so that's good. It is now the Ice Devil's turn, and the Ice Devil just cuts a swath. 
it stabs one guardian right in the chest and just pins it to the ground with its spear. It swings its tail and takes out another guardian, dropping it to the ground. Two are rapidly dispatched. That one that it speared is clearly dead dead. Uh, as it just is lying there, sort of inclined with the spike of the spear in the ground, holding it up. Try- and it's trying desperately to break through their the wall that they have created surrounding the, the devil so that it can get to you all again. Uh, Kit, it is your turn. Oh, shit. Um, okay. Am I in? Did I make it into the... You can make it in. You can use... You can do a single move and, and make it inside. Yes. And I saw Flick was running out. Um, yeah, I think he probably passed right by you and just sort of waved at you as he ran towards the temple. Gotta go. Okay. I'm gonna assume he's going to take care of business and I'm not gonna worry about him. Um, Absolutely. Ugh. Okay. I I remembered that when I attacked the imp, my fire didn't really do anything to them, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. Great. Um. So what I... I guess I'm going to do is Mm -hmm. I'm going to cast Conjure Animals. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is the best. This is such Um, a good battle. Yes. I'm really torn because I don't know what you're going to have appear. Um, But I think I'm going to go with two mm-hmm. beasts of a CR1 or lower. Okay, great. Yeah. Two CR1 beasts. Great. Roll me a D10, please. We're going to keep these random, because it feels like the fun way to do this without me being a total asshole. An eight. An eight. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. So, uh, you conjure, you thrust your staff to the ground and call upon the magic of nature and two sort of uh, large... Uh, so they take up most of the space, the free space remaining inside uh, of the igloo. In fact, it probably looks like the rest of the uh, of the guardians are going to have a hard time getting in here. But these mists begin to coalesce, and there are these loud shrieking calls, and two giant vultures appear inside the igloo. Okay, okay. I like it. Amazing. Um, and they just they just barely fit in here. Uh, but in there they are. And uh, we're going to have them just... I know they're supposed to roll their own initiative, but I'm going to have them go on your turn if you're cool with that because it just simplifies things. Yeah, that works for me. Okay, great. And you can command them, right? So what are you, what are you having them do? I would like them to attack, but I'm trying to pull them up so that I know what what exactly it is that they can do. <laughs> okay. They can uh, they can attack with their beak and their talons is is the uh, long and short of it. And they have pack tactics, so they'll have advantage on their rolls because there's two of them. <laughs> oh, and they each get a multi-attack? Yeah, so they each can do one beak and one talon attack. So a total of four attacks they'll be doing. Nice. Okay, so I want one of the bird, one of the vultures to fly up into the can they fly do they have room yeah they can go i mean they can fly there there's not a ton of room for them vertically I want them speaking, to get up but in his face yeah absolutely absolutely so, now these are remember these are large size creatures so if we were on like a grid mm-hmm. you all would take up a five foot square and they're taking up four or five feet squares oof. like a 10 foot cube so they're very large so i want the uh i want the one to go up in his face and then i want the other one yep. to actually attack the tail okay great Great, great, great. So on and either are you side trying of to like them? I want them surrounded by the vultures. Great, absolutely. So uh, they're gonna, you're gonna push some of the guardians out of the way. Some of the guardians are gonna fall to the ground. Some of them are gonna sort of retreat back out of the igloo. It's gonna sort of cause a bit of chaos, but absolutely, this can happen. Great. And after they are in position, I want them both to attack. 
All right. So you're going to roll four attacks with advantage. I'm going to let you roll those, and you can, uh, I'll just tell you, the Ice Devil has an AC of 18. So let me know uh, how many hit and what the damage is. I'll come back to you in just a moment. Is there anything else that you, Kit, want to do on your turn? Um... I just want to make sure if I if I want to see my friends and if they both look like they're alive, then I'm done. Uh, they do make me a medicine check because Vizier is still on the ground. Uh, eleven. It's hard to tell. She's on the ground, but you saw Flick run, and so you know okay. you have a good sense that he probably wouldn't have left her. Okay, great. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna hang tight. I'm gonna let the okay. vultures do their work. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and and just do those rolls while I move forward uh, with the guardians. The few of them that are left inside will do a little bit more damage uh, to the ice devil as they continue to try and fight, but only a few of them can really get anywhere near the damn thing with these two giant vultures that are uh, freaking out and clawing and feathers are flying everywhere. And uh, Bizdira, you are conscious and you see these two big old vultures. You can barely move in this space now. Am I within reaching distance of one of the uh, guardians that is not obviously dead? Yeah, let's say that the one that got knocked down with its tail you're near. Yeah, sure. Okay, so I'm going to see that Kit's uh, animals are taking care of business, and I'm going to do healing hands on him. So you healing hands this one that was knocked unconscious, bleeding from the head, and you sort of stem that flow of blood. Anything else? You want to move somewhere? Uh, I want to move so that I have a clear line of sight to uh, Devil Dude. It's going to be really tough with these vultures in there. It's going to, I mean, you can get a line of sight to him, but he's going to have some cover from the vultures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but as close as I can to having a line of sight. Sure, yeah, absolutely. We'll just have a little bonus to his AC. All right. Uh, so that was Bizdira. The hellhounds are all dead, and we're at the bottom of the round. These two vultures have taken up this space. Bizdira and Bria still inside. Kit and Kit just outside and flick running towards the temple. Uh, top of round nine, Bria. Two giant vultures have appeared. The devil seems fairly distracted and confined at the moment. What are you doing? Because I saw Flick run, I think I'm going to run with him. I think the four of us need to be there together when this opens. Um, okay. If for no other, other reason, then it's very poetic. Um, so I am going to... Uh, I will do a quick firebolt if I can, okay. and I will go ahead and use my inspiration point for that, and then I'm gonna. Okay, run. so that'll cancel the. So that'll. Okay, so it's still gonna have cover, but you'll have advantage on the roll. So Bri is like really excited slash really nervous that Flick is running out, and uh-huh. she tries to hit a firebolt and just like melts like not even close to where okay. he is. It wasn't a one, was it? No, it was a three, so it was a okay. six total. Right. That was with advantage? No. Well, if I use it, it was... Okay, hold on. Oh, well, that's better if it was advantage. Yeah, you said you were using your inspiration, right? Correct, but I thought you said it canceled out, so then I only got one dice instead of a... No, 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 it has it has cover. It You don't have disadvantage. It has cover from the vultures. Understood. Okay, so then that was an 18. An 18 adjusted? Correct. So it does not hit. It just You just can't get a good bead through the vultures, right? It's normal AC is 18, but with the vultures covering it, it's AC is 23. So I'm, like, really nervous that, like, hitting one of the vultures is going to hurt Kit somehow. 
Right, right. And so, like, I just, like, don't quite get it, but it melts some stuff around, and then I, I'm just way more concerned with running towards Flick, so that's what I do is I run out um, towards Great. Flick. Great, so it's it's going to be, we'll call it difficult terrain to try and get through everything, so with your move, you can get right to, like, the entryway of the igloo. If you want to use your bonus action to dash, you can actually get uh, up to where Flick is. Yeah, I was going to use my cunning action to dash, so... Great. Excellent. Perfect. So you dash up, you press your way through, and you manage to get out and run up to meet Flick, where he is. Speaking of Flick, Flick, what are you doing? Oh, wait, and I'm, I'm gonna, I wanna uh, grab oh. his arm real quick, and we'll look uh-huh. at each other very seriously and take a couple deep breaths before we do this. <laughs> just, okay. just one deep breath, just a single, <laughs> just single like, deep breath. No, it's like, it's like panting because, like, I've been running, so it's just like, okay, all right, we're ready. Oh, okay, gotcha. I love deep breaths. You're taking a few I deep breaths them. with Bria. Um, yep. I'm going to go up to the first slot that if you're looking at the door, it's on the it's the wall to your right. So I guess that would okay. be the shimmer scale. I believe so. I think but that's, honestly, it's remember, been a while and I never wrote it down, so it is now. If I remember correctly, I think it's the shimmer scale. So, that's better anyways. Be- before I do that, I'm going to take a quick perception check around me just to see if there's anything else coming out of the woods. Maybe? Uh, give me a perception check. It's an 18. Nope. Not that you see. Everything is, I mean, normal sounds of the woods have returned since the battle sort of moved inside, inside. of the igloo. Great. So, yeah. Then I'm going to put the shimmer scale in the slot. Okay. So as I recall, and you all help me remember, but I believe what happens when you put this in is that you sort of set it in there and it goes into this indentation that is perfectly shimmer scale shaped. And then it spins around a few times and then sort of clicks in and insets itself into the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. It sounds really good. All right. Can so I, that is what happens. Can I begin to move to the next one? Or, I mean, I, um, I will if I can. Let's just yeah, say that. Yeah, so you, you start heading that Continuing way. Continuing yeah, on, yes. Okay, great. All right, the Guardians continue their assault on the Ice Devil. It's not going super well because the vultures are in the way, but there it is. Uh, the Ice Devil continues. Oh, the Ice Devil is going to slash the fuck out of your vultures. Isn't it going to take some damage first? Yeah, so what happened with those vultures, Kit? So what happened is that the first vulture flew up into his face and uh-huh. pecked his eyeball with his yeah. beak and like got in there uh-huh. like pretty good. Um, but then okay. it tried to swipe at it with its talons, but it missed because its beak was like, just the way it was positioned, it wasn't going to work. Yeah, not not great. Yeah. Um, but the second one flew around the back and was able to get a poke and a good slash down the back. Nice. Uh, all right. How much damage total? 21 points of damage. Nice. Nice. Which is going to be halved because of resistance, but still, 10 points ain't nothing. Nicely done. All right, so unfortunately now the uh, the Ice Devil is going to give as good as he got, I have a feeling. So he's going to attack the one in front of him that's pecking at his eyes, because that's more present. That's a 22 to hit, and a 25 to hit with his... Uh, no, sorry, he'll do uh, stabby with the spear at the front one and, stabby, and hit with the tail at the back one. That makes more sense, right? Um, Alright, so the one that got stabbed by the spear is going to take 13 bludgeoning and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 cold damage. Is it still up? Yeah. Alright, nice. And the one that got swiped by the tail is going to take also 13 bludgeoning and 2, 14 cold. Uh, That one's down. Okay, so that one goes down, so there's no longer one near its tail, but the one in front of its face is still there, blocking its view of much of what's happening around it in the in the igloo at this point. Uh, nicely done. All right, Kit, 
So it is your turn. Uh, do you want to go ahead and have the remaining vulture make a couple more attacks? Uh, yes. It's only one. Okay, go ahead and do that. We can do that now. Uh, so two. Uh, unfortunately, no advantage because its pack tactics are... Oh, no, it has allies. Yeah. The guardians are there, so it still has allies. Uh, oh, shit, so close. Uh, oh, no. So the, so the beak, beak doesn't misses. work. All right. Uh, but the talons do hit. All right, so just reposition this time. It was like, well, I beaked you last time. Now I'm going to talon you. Exactly. Aren't the, t- the talons are the better attack they anywhere? Are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for 11 points of damage. All right. So this vulture continues to tear into this ice devil. What are you doing, Kit? Mm, um, I... I'm going to uh, head over towards Bizdira. Towards Bizdira. Inside the yeah, inside. inside. The mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So you head over towards her. Uh, anything else? Um, you probably can see by the time you get closer, because you're not trying to pretend that you're down, right, Bizdira? You're not pl- pulling a Bria here. No, I, I stood up, remember? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You stood up anyway. So yeah, you, you yeah. know she's fine now. Great. Um, and the entire space, it's pretty, inc- it's only a 20... Foot. 20 foot diameter, 10 feet tall, yeah. So okay. these vultures just barely fit. Yeah, I'm not doing anything else because all of my other spells will hurt everyone around me. <laughs> okay. Bizdira, you are up. Yay. Do I have a clean line of sight now that one of the vultures is dead? Or can You can I move get... around to get one, sure, yeah. All right, I'm going to move around to get a clean line of sight, and I'm going to send off two uh, radiant sunbolts. Okay. Say it sometimes the right way. That's yes. Supposed to be said. Do it. We know a 14 doesn't hit. Correct. <laughs> uh, no, I'm distracted by the vultures. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so is trying so hard, but it's not going super well. We are at the top of round 10. A full minute has passed since this combat began, if you can believe it. It is Briathos' turn. You saw Flick insert the shimmer scale into one of the three slots uh, on the temple. What are you doing? I don't even know. Uh. <laughs> she sheds a single tear. I, I just, well, it's such a big deal, and it's so cathartic because it's happening right now. Um, okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ask him for the, I'll ask him for the second one, the fire shield, because that's the one okay. that I had before, and then I can do okay. that. If he'll let me, I'll do that one, and he can do the final one. Uh, okay. So it looks like he's is saying yes. So I'm gonna grab okay. that. Ooh, All right. I'm so nervous, uh, and I'm going to um, place the fire shield into the. All right. So you wall. go around essentially to the back and to the back, the uh, opposite wall from where the door is. Place it in there, and the same thing happens. It spins around and clicks back into the wall a little ways, uh, and it is set. Flick. I'm gonna go do the third one. Ah! All right. So Flick runs around to the third and final side of the temple, takes the spellbinder, clicks it into the wall. It spins, it clicks, and Flick and uh, Bria, you see something that you haven't yet seen before. Now that all three are in there, you see from sort of the bottom of where these keys have been placed, you notice that there's a little vein that you couldn't really see before because it was basically the same color as the stone around it, but there's a little vein of crystal that now lights up and begins to glow that goes down to the bottom of the outside structure 
structure and seems to go down sort of into the foundations. And so your eyes are pulled by that vein of now glowing crystal. And when you look back up at the key, you see another piece of transparent crystal fall down in front of the key itself. And you can just see the key behind the transparent crystal as it is then sucked down into the building and disappears. Uh Uh-oh. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. Hope you're enjoying the denouement of this fiendish combat as we get ready to open up the temple. I can't believe they just did that. Anyway, if you are enjoying yourself, it would be rapturous if you could pop on over to iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews that we see on the air, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people that will get to listen. It really doesn't have to take more than just a couple of seconds and it helps us out a ton. We also want to remind everyone that we have a Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge, pledge as little as $1 a month, and get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like access to the player's character sheets, bonus content, early access to certain episodes, and all kinds of other fun stuff. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons. Thank you so much to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Los Vargases and Eliyahu of Merc Grove. If you want to get shoutouts on the show, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron. We also want to thank BattleBards for providing a lot of the fantastic music you hear on our show and D&D Beyond for being generally amazing in every way possible. Check out both of those services at battlebards.com and dndbeyond.com. Finally, some non-Last Refuge-related announcements. First, if you want to hear more of me playing D&D, and as a player, no less, I'm currently a player in a weekly campaign that's being streamed on Encounter Roleplay called Wheels of War. It's an awesome political intrigue campaign DM'd by the incomparable DM Shane from the Greyhawk channel. We play on Fridays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern, and you can find a link to that stream and the videos on demand, if you can't watch live, which is fine, on the appearances page of our website, DND dndlastrefuge.com slash appearances. This past week, my character cast two fifth-level spells in rapid succession for storytelling reasons, not combat, and somebody's feet got turned into chicken legs. So, obviously, it's a really serious and not-at-all-funny campaign. You guys should come watch. Whatever. Anyway, next announcement. GamerX, an awesome LGBTQ gaming organization, is going to be having their GamerX East convention in New York City on April 27th and 28th. I am the tabletop coordinator for the con, and Alex, Karin, and Lydia, that's Flick, Kit, and Bizdira, along with story consultant Robert, are all going to be there helping me out. So if you want more information about the con or want to reserve your badge so that you can come hang out with us, you can go to GamerX.org slash GX E19. That's GamerX spelled G-A-Y-M-E-R-X, and you can also find that link in our show notes. And last but not least, for this week's Non-Last Refuge announcements, we've got a book to tell you about this week. Brienne Dove is the author of Awakening of a Soul Keeper, an urban fantasy book that's got a 4.9 rating on Amazon right now. The book is a prequel for an upcoming series called the Soul Keeper series. Brienne was kind enough to send me a review copy so I could have a read and then tell you all about the book. Awakening of a Soul Keeper is a super quick read that sets up who I assume are going to be some of the major characters and what I assume will be some of the major 
conflicts for the main series. And I don't want to spoil too much, but I will say that if you are a fan of vampires and magic and just a little touch of adult content, if you know what I mean, you should definitely check out Awakening of a Soul Keeper by Brienne Dove, which is spelled D-U-B-H because it's Irish and awesome. Uh, You can find the book on Amazon, and there's going to be a link to the book's Amazon page in our show notes as well. Okay, that is enough chatting for this week. Let's get back to the episode. Thank you so much for listening, and happy gaming, y'all. That sounds bad. Uh, no, no, not bad. It's good. It's good. It's it's down there. No, it They're sounds down there. bad. No, no, good. It's good. <laughs> crystals so, involved. So, if you forgot in the last few minutes after that break, the two of them are discussing whether or not it is good or bad <laughs> that after all three keys were placed in the walls, they seem to have been sucked into the building somehow. I'm it is probably... the Guardian's turn, oh, and you all hear a sort of a rumbling of stone against stone. The Guardian's turn and see the door, the front door of the temple opening, and absolutely lose their fucking minds. They begin racing towards the temple, trying to block off the entranceway as best they can. Some of them go running around to the sides to find the two of you or whoever put the keys in. And essentially, each of you becomes surrounded by a group of guardians, each of which is led by a Yuan-Ti with a crystal rod that is pointing directly at you. But it took all of their turn to get that far, so we hop back into the igloo with this strange fracas. (laughs) inside with the vulture and the ice devil. The ice devil continues to try and attack the vulture that is in front of it with its spear. That's a 17 to hit. Uh-huh. How many hit points does this thing have left? Only three. It's going to be dead. It's dead. Yeah, okay. So it it explodes into a sparkly celestial dust, uh, and both vultures have been vanquished. However, it used up several of the Ice Devil's attacks. It's going to swipe its tail at a couple of guardians uh, and hit them, dropping one of them to the ground. Uh, but that is all it is able to do. Kit, it is your turn. Inside the igloo, standing next to Bizdira. I'm so It's pretty out. noisy in here, and, like, ice is pretty acoustically reflective, so I don't actually know that you all would have heard what was going on at the temple at this point. Oh, okay. They only... Sorry, I misunderstood. I thought the Guardians were surrounding all four of us. Only the two of them. Oh, no, no, no. It was only It's only the two of them because at the moment, only the ones who were still outside of the igloo and maybe like one or two that were just inside even noticed what was happening. Cool. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to proceed as though everything's fine and dandy. Yeah, you have no idea. Even though I'm thinking this is bad. <laughs> very, very, very bad. You all are very pessimistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I. it's totally fine when you're surrounded by people pointing spears at you. That, yeah, totally safe. This is a general sign of friendship, right? Uh-huh. And so. Brita mm-hmm. is totally, like, one of the people pointing one at me, and I'm just, like, so conflicted. Okay. Ugh. How bad is this thing looking? At this point, not great. Just a glance, you see it oozing this sort of black ichor in several places. It's looking like its spear arm is looking a little, it's moving a little slower. It's getting pretty tired. It's not looking great. It's not like at death's door, but it's not looking great. Okay. Um, ugh, I really don't have anything terribly good to do. There's no way I could get, like, right next to it and cast. Could I, could I conceive of, conceive of, words. Uh, I just don't want to, like, get everyone caught in a wave of thunder. I mean, it too is quite large, 
Um, but I don't. It's a fifteen foot square, so yeah. I don't think there's any way that you're not going to hit at least you know one or two guardians or something. Okay, then I'll go ahead. Even though I know it's not that effective, I will cast flaming sphere right on him. Uh, ram it into him. Okay, so uh, that sphere rams into him, and uh, he just doesn't even notice it. He just completely shrugs it off as he is completely immune to fire. Wow. Okay. All right, Bizdira, you're up. You see this flaming sphere appear, and then, uh, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Kit, but I think as soon as you realize it's not doing any damage, it's so tightly packed in here that yeah. I assume you're going to let the spell go. Uh-huh. So you see this sphere appear, ram into the ice devil, and then a moment later it vanishes again. That's not okay. Um, I'm going to do two more radiant symbols. All righty. 18 hits, yeah? 18 does hit now that the cover of the vultures is gone. So that one will hit. And a 17. 17 does not oh, hit. Sorry, it bounces not, off its... 17, 15, yeah. So, yeah, well, it's, it bounces off its carapace, but one hits. Uh, okay. So Vizdera flings another radiant bolt radiant at it, damage. and it takes eight damage. It continues to be... Its carapace is pockmarked. It's moving slowly. Icker is oozing from several wounds all over it, and we are to the top of round 11. Bria, you are surrounded by angry-looking guardians. Frosty's hat. Talk. You got it. Six seconds. I'm giving you such positive vibes right now. Thank you so much. Well, I already used my inspiration. Uh-huh. Um, sure, yeah. I'm gonna throw my hands up. Okay. And I'm going to say, you have to let him in right now or all is lost. Uh, I guess make a persuasion check. You know what? Don't you judge me. I mean, that's just a big statement out of the blue. It's not, though. Like, we... We opened... add, add in. Can you add in like a? This is what we were trying to tell you about with at the table. See, but I think like you have to let him in, or all is lost. Like all these creatures have continually come in, and so like these are creatures that they haven't previously seen, as far as we know. Is like you make your make your persuasion check, and we'll argue about it in a moment. All right. <laughs> I get where you're coming from, but also like most of the devils have been defeated. What'd you get? It's a twenty adjusted. Okay. Uh, it's enough to at least not make them blast you into oblivion right here and right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least enough to, like, convince them to, to you know, hold and listen. Great. Uh, Flick, anything that you're saying to yours? I'm a little bit, we're a little bit sort of glossing over what's happening with you two because we're close to, I think, the end of the battle in the igloo. So I, I want to wrap that up. But in this moment, Flick, what is your first reaction to being surrounded by these guardians? Um, if I'm not allowed in there... This will happen every single day forever. Oh, that is a... I can't decide if that's a deception check or a persuasion check, because you don't know that. You just made that up. Persuasion is better. Okay, all right, fine. I'm also going to use my inspiration. Okay. That is also a 20 adjusted. I rolled a 15. Nice. Okay, so so you basically have them all listening. All right, let's hop back into the... Uh, into the fracas in the igloo. Uh, the guardians are able to be a little more effective now that the vultures are out of the way. Um, the ice devil swings, uh, is going to try and mm, it's going to kill outright another guardian with its spear and knock another to the ground. So let's save that. Uh, Kit, it is your turn. All right. Um, I... That's 10 guardians, so we're running... We're running low on guardians at this point. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but is Brita okay? Where is she? Brita... Oh. Brita probably went inside, so there is a non-zero chance that Brita has been either killed or knocked unconscious. Okay. 
which we will determine at a later time since Bizdira and Kit don't know Brita. Okay. I'll just be over Great. here crying in a corner. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. I'm pissed and I'm mad that I can't do anything super good. So I'm going to cast Shillelagh on my quarterstaff and try to <laughs> whack at this thing. <laughs> whack it. Do it. Do the thing. Oh, God. I'm going to use my inspiration. <laughs> okay. Ha-ha. 20 adjusted. Thank God for that That'll do. That inspiration apparently is 20 adjusted is what it gives us. All right. Yeah. Great. Seven points of All damage. Bizdira, right. so uh, Kit casts an enchantment on her quarterstaff and smacks the devil with it. It's your turn. Okay, so she's she's gonna keep doing it. Yeah. Radiant Sunbolt, she's gonna hold out yeah. her hand and say a little prayer to Denier, even though she doesn't completely... <laughs> oh, and that that's how it heart. starts. That's how it starts. And Denier does not like her for the first one. Okay, great. Well, it's been a while. Yeah. But a 19 will hit. That it'll hit. For seven radiant damage. Alright. Right in the face. And it knocks right him down the face. dead, right? Uh it does not, but uh the guardians then, he's really slowed down. The guardians manage to sort of essentially just dogpile and beat and stab and club and slice at this thing. Uh, and they are able to the remaining guardians in the igloo are able to finish it off. And so we're gonna call combat there. Fantastic. Now Kit and Bizdira, what are you all doing in this moment, very quickly? Um, so I had a thought when um, Bria asked about Brita, because I was like, I don't know if it's totally in Bizdir's nature to go for a guardian and heal them instead of healing herself. Uh-huh. But I do think that knowing who Brita was to Bria... Oh, I guess you guys did meet her on the road, didn't we met you? Her I made road, a very so big, yeah. awkward introduction. Right. Knowing who she was to Bria, I think that's who was felled and who Bizdira gave her healing hands to. Okay, so here's what we're going to do, because we have to see if Brita's down, first okay. of all. Um, because there is also a small chance that she was one of the two that was killed outright. Right. So, Bria, I need you to roll percentile, and I'm going to tell you right now what the numbers are. Mm-mm. She's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. So... A 1 to 10, Brita was one of the ones that was killed outright. 11 to 50, she's one of the ones that's unconscious, but not dead. And anything higher than a 50, she's fine. Bizdira, I need you to choose between aqua, light green, white, and clear. White. (laughs) White. Okay. You're not allowed to blame me if this fails. (laughs) Well, you also have a special connection to Brita, so. What? Oh, yes. Well, that's true. It's a 39. Okay. So Brita is unconscious but alive. So Bizdira, you're able to go over to her and heal her and bring her back to consciousness. So here's the thing. So I had already used my healing hands on somebody. So that's what my thought was is that I did that. I saw her go down and I went to her. Ah. And do that. Okay. Sure. Storytelling. Sure, sure, sure. Yes. (laughs) All right. Boom. Mic drop. I love it. So what are you doing in this moment, then? Uh, in this moment, everyone's, like, the guy's dead, whatever. Um, I'm going to look to Kit and be like, everything's good out there? <clears throat> I'm going to say, I don't know. <laughs> and then she's going to take off running. Out yeah, there. at this point, at this point, some of the guardians who are close to the door have begun to see what's happening. Uh, and run are just taking off out of the igloo. Uh 
So you all can follow and you find uh, you find the door to the temple open. Your friends surrounded and I'm going to say that they've sort of marched you back around to the front of the temple again. Uh, there's a big there's a line of several guardians in front of the temple door blocking its entrance and uh, there's only a few remaining guardians that are able to but like they try and sort of like quote unquote surround you as you guys as well you ladies as well uh, Bizdira and Kit but like there's only I don't know maybe three or four of them so like surround is a generous term for what they're doing to you guys uh, but they're all just sort of staring and nobody really knows what to do um, I think in a similar vein to uh, what Flick and Bria did, my first instinct is I'm going to put my hands up and I'm going to say, we just fought alongside you and these were the beings that we needed to meet with you to discuss. This is the reason we came here. You have to trust us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Go ahead and you give me as well a persuasion check. You can have advantage on it uh, since you stayed in there and a lot of the gardens watched you continue to fight uh, the devil. So I'll give you advantage on yours. Mm, come on. We've gotten Thanks. two 20s. It's only a 12. Okay. Oh, oh not great. Okay. Um, Bizdira, I know you're not the most eloquent of us, but I assume you're going to try and argue in the same vein. She will put her hands up. At this point, mm-hmm. I mean, as she was running, she would have pulled out her dagger because, you know, reasons. <laughs> Um, she's going to keep the dagger in her hand, but she will lift her hands up and she still has her mask up at this point. Oh, right. And she'll turn to them and what is she going to say? Uh, she really wants to be snarky, but no. of course she does. Don't do it. <laughs> she's going to say, this is the common enemy of all of us. If we don't consecrate this temple, they're just going to keep coming. You also healed one of their number, just like Kit did. So go ahead and give me a charisma persuasion with advantage. I feel so sick right now. Do you have any of my dice like me? Please do. I'm shaking. <laughs> my persuasion sucks. That is a 10. Ooh. And I have no inspiration. Not that it would make right. a difference. Right. So neither Kit's nor Bizdir's words were enough to convince them to let you in right now. But also... Bria and Flick's words were enough to convince them, you know, not to just try and kill you at this point. Also, the fact that you saved them, essentially. Like, they fought well, but there's no way that they could have taken those devils out without your help. Damn straight. But I I do think that they're sort of a little bit frozen. Uh, So if any of you have something you want to do or say, a new tack you want to take, they're collecting their thoughts. And by they, I mean I. Uh... Um, I think I'd like to say, even though I'm not persuasive at all. It's okay. Um, I want to say, you don't need to make a decision now. Let us sit. Let us have the meeting. Let us tell you what we came here to say. And then once we've all laid our cards on the table, we can proceed from here. You know that we, like, never mind. I'm going to cut it there. I'm not going to keep going. At and that, I think they, yeah, go ahead. At that, Bazdir is going to kneel on the ground and put her dagger down. She's not going to put it far Woo! but she's gonna kneel sure, down sure. and just kind of put her hands in her laps and say please let us speak okay so i think they will grant you all that so here's what happens um the meeting is much smaller than it would have been originally uh because there's so many injured uh, a couple of dead right and so uh those that are injured are taken off to be tended to. Uh, So there's only a few remaining guardians that are there, but you get the impression, and Bria, you sort of know that these are ones that, like, have a certain amount of influence, and and they're the ones that you ultimately would have wanted to convince anyway. 
and you all lay out your arguments. Um, and uh, if you're not offended, I'm just going to say that we know what the arguments are, right? That you're concerned. You tell them all about Flick's siblings. You tell them what you know about the other islands and about the fact that these nefarious individuals are going around trying to gain access to temples to do something terrible. That these devils were a symptom that is going to keep coming if Flick's siblings are allowed to continue. And I want to also is point much... out that I think that, that when the sky lit up, that that was them consecrating one of the other temples that could let the beast out. Yes, definitely all of everything that you know, essentially. Because I think you guys said you're not holding anything back at this point, no. right? Nope. Yeah. So all of that gets relayed. The uh, Guardians are more receptive than you would have maybe initially hoped, but they don't just say, yeah, of course, go in right now. What they do agree to is to sleep on it, to let you all uh, get some rest. They need to get some rest as well. Uh, they will deliberate throughout the course of the night. They are going to leave sentries, and they tell you in no uncertain terms that you are not to enter until they come back with a decision, and that they will not hesitate. They thank you for your help, but they will not hesitate to use whatever force necessary to keep you out until the decision has been made. I would like to request uh, that we're included in the sentries if everyone else is okay with that like there's no way with this door open that i'm willing to leave so you are welcome to stay they are they are happy to let you stay in the clearing they are not going to let you get anywhere near the door though that's fine i just if something else comes attacking there's no way i'm gonna like go sleep in the woods like absolutely absolutely yeah so you're welcome to, to camp out in the clearing they just won't let you within a certain perimeter near the open doorway um so the night passes uh, they, you can see their campfires in such a little ways in the distance and uh, hear them deliberating late into the night. The next day, they are, uh, they come back to you and they clearly have not reached a consensus the next morning. They are still arguing. Uh, they, you have swayed, it, it, the impression that you get is that you've swayed some of them, but not enough of them. They can't decide. And they gather you around the table, which was uh, destroyed, but are broken, but repaired uh, at some point throughout the night. Uh, they gather you around the table, they sit you down, and uh, they sort of begin to explain to you that, uh, again, they're very grateful, but centuries, generations of tradition can't be so easily overturned. When you hear someone approaching from the woods, and uh, Brita bandages wrapped around her head and around her arm comes to the table and essentially turns to them and says this is ridiculous they have proven trustworthy they saved our order if they say they have to go in they have to go in and the remaining holdouts sort of have a little staring contest with Brita and one by one they give very small nods to her. Yay, we did it! And you are granted permission to enter the temple. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. Oh my god! (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what the fuck is in this temple. Finally! (laughs) Oh my god! How long has it been? (laughs) It has been 82 episodes. 82 episodes. (laughs) Just to get into a damn building. (laughs) Like Fort Knox. 
You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. We would love to hear from listeners of the show. If you have more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at DNDLastRefuge at gmail.com. If you want to get more information about us as players, check out awesome fan art, see what cons we'll be attending, find links to other campaigns, streams, and podcasts where you can watch us play even more D&D, and find a link to our Patreon page, you can go to our website at www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bazira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. <laughs> Happy gaming, y'all. That's because we open the temple. <laughs>